What did you see, Boba Fett? Book of Boba Fett. Did. Did you finish it? What, I did finish it. What yeah. did you think? I, I mean, I I like the Mandalorian, you know, and so I was, I was kind of like, okay, but I am not, I wasn't really a big fan of Boba Fett. It was kind of a chore to watch. And then when it stopped being about Boba Fett and was about the Mandalorian, I was interested again. But I was like, how do you have a show about Boba Fett and then like take him out the last couple episodes? I know that was a weird switch lead characters. I thought it was kind of bizarre, but you know, whatever. And it wasn't like it was an episode including. The Mandalorian. They were Mandalorian episodes. They were. Like, like through and through. Full on Mandalorian yeah. episodes. And I was just how, like, that you, was a mistake. How do you feel about the Luke Skywalker of it all? I thought that it was amazing. I thought I, it was amazing. I agree. I agree. I mean, it, it it looks great. I didn't bump up on the, oh, he looks fake or he sounds flat. I didn't yeah. bump up on those things. My only criticism, I guess, is like, you're really tying yourself to needing that Luke Skywalker. Yeah. It, it, you know? I think they did so much of him because they plan on not having him anymore, right? There's right. that aspect of it where people are like, oh, I can't wait for like a big fight scene. I'm like, I, I just, I don't think there's going to yeah. be a big fight scene. Like they yeah. had, they had a lot of shots, a lot of character development. And I think that, you know, at the end of the one episode where it was like, spoilers, the lightsaber yeah. or the, the chain mail, that was it. Like if he chose yeah. a chain mail, that's it. We're not going to see Luke anymore. You yeah. know, although I thought it was really funny because there, there again is the only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yeah. So it's either the lightsaber or <laughs> the chain mail. And it's just I like, know. I, thought oh, that I was too. like, oops. The thing with Luke and these things is that like, I'm always excited. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Luke Skywalker. I'm seeing Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like the sort of the fan part of me is like that. But I feel like the more critical part of me is like, but is this really wise? I feel like they'd be better off just moving forward and not trying so. to like CGI in the past, but I don't know. I wonder what I, know. I wonder what Mark Hamill thinks about it, right? Because like he when I saw it, I was just like, it. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like he's dead. Yeah, but he's still alive. You know, it's like because yeah. we have you know Princess Leia CGI'd, but Carrie Fisher's right. gone. You right. know, so it's just although like, she wasn't in Rogue One, Carrie Fisher was still alive when. Uh, oh, that's right. Rogue when Leia One shows up in Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, but yeah, I guess I also would have preferred a more. I would have preferred Mark Hamill's real voice, I guess. You know, even if yeah. he sounds a little scruffier than he did then. He sounded but. pretty good. I, you know, I, I wasn't about to... I, I just was still amazed at how well they did his face. Like, he looked yeah. like post-Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. He did. And when, I mean, when oh. you think about the fact that the voice was just computer-synthesized sounds, like, it was... No, it was it's just, scary, right? It like, is. It's, it really is. Pretty soon it we really won't is. even have to do this podcast. He'll just do it for us. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of our voices. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I'm talking right into a microphone. Computer's just going to watch the episode for us and yeah. talk. Welcome to This Enduring Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Stephen Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. And beyond. So today, yes, we are discussing the season one finale, episode 13, Asha, which originally aired November 30th, 1985. That's right. Yes. This episode was written by Paul Dini and directed by Raymond J. Felice. I looked ahead, and this is the last episode directed by Raymond J. Felice. J. Felice or Day Felice? Yeah, right? On IMDb, it's a J. Is it really? It is. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's got to be a typo. No, no. Well, see, I, I early on, I think we said Dave Felice because it says that somewhere, but both IMDb and the end credits do oh, say, do no have it with way. a J. Wow. I know. I know it's weird. Uh, this is the last episode he directs, but he stays on. He's at least credited okay. as a storyboard editor and storyboard director uh, for mm. the for the new wave of episodes. We were kind of discussing this last time, but in a lot of ways, this is really a series finale. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it is. And we pick up the same characters with different voices on a very different show for season two, the new yes. Ewoks. So I was kind of, as we were watching this, I, in my head, I was kind of like, this is really the last episode here. The final time we'll hear that Taj Mahal theme. Yep. I got to tell you, I, we went to see Licorice Pizza uh, for Valentine's oh, yeah. Day. Uh, great soundtrack to that movie. <laughs> and there is a Taj Mahal song in it. it. Tomorrow may not be your day is in there. <laughs> no way. Yep. Yeah. We were, we we're like scrolling <laughs> through the credits, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so. <laughs> I can't. I never had heard the name Taj Mahal before we started this, and now I see him everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> it's like when you buy a new car. Yeah, you just see you that see car everywhere now. You, see you know, him every place. Yes. Yep. Uh, today's Funny. episode, Asha, was released on VHS as part of the compilation Wicked the Hero. Yes. It was also part of the DVD compilation Tales of the Endor Woods. This is the final episode of the series that was released on DVD. Mm. None of the season two or the new Ewoks episodes were ever released on DVD, though they did get VHS releases. So mm. okay. last time you're going to get an episode on DVD. Hmm. I thought maybe since this is the final time, I'm just going to run through the full cast list. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's going to change. Yeah. This cast is credited in every episode, uh, <laughs> even though most of the characters don't appear in every episode. Right. So here's what we got. Jim Henshaw as Wicket. Chris Summer as Nisa, Jackie Burroughs as Morag, George Booz as Chief Chirpa, Doug Chamberlain as Logray, Paul Chatto as Paplu, Allison Court as Milani, Don Franks as the Dulac Shaman, Pam Hyatt as Aunt Bozzy, Eric Peterson as Tebow, Greg Swanson as Ouija, Richard Donut as Deej, and Nani Griffin as Shadu. I don't think any of these voice actors come back in any capacity in the second season. No, I, we'll I don't keep think an eye out do. for it, but yeah, crazy. <clears throat> Not a I don't think the problem with this show was the voice cast. No, not at all. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, everyone I, sounds great. I, I mean, I don't. Great. I guess I don't love Jim Henshaw as Wicket. Like, it's not bad, but it also doesn't yeah. do anything for me. It's not really distinctive. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm interested to see, you know, what what season two brings. Our featured cast member for this time is Tabitha Saint Germain, uh, originally credited as Paulina Gillis. She voices Asha in this episode. What's interesting, this is her first credited role, and she has a voice acting career that is going strong as of our time of recording in 2022. Really? Yes. This was the first thing she did, but it just kept going and going and going. I'm guessing uh, she's in Care Bears. She was in the original Care Bears, and she's continued to go on and voice more prominent roles like Cheer Bear in later versions of Care Bears. Oh, man. She's Luna and Rarity in, in My Little Pony. Uh, I noticed this, she has an X-Men credit. So for our past guest, Hillary, uh, oh. she voiced Danny Moonstar, who's really more of one of the new mutants than an X-Men. But uh, she did an episode of X-Men Evolution. And finally, uh, elsewhere in the Star Wars universe, she voices Yoda's Padawan, Bene, in the Yoda Chronicles, which is a, a Lego hmm. series. Pretty fun. My son's a fan of that. She also voices a young Lando Calrissian in that same series. Lando Calrissian. And seriously, from 1985 or whatever this was to today, uh, she has been a, yes, yeah. a consistent powerhouse in the voice acting world. Hmm. 
That's awesome. You love to hear it. Even like Cree Summer. I mean, we've talked about Cree Summer all oh, the time. Yeah. She, co- she comes up all the time. Yep. Yeah, lots really of prominent cool. voice actors here. All right. Well, let's head into the uber detailed plot. I'm ready. Of the, the final, the final <laughs> season of this cast. Yeah. <laughs> and how a song start. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I bought that album. Is it by Foreigner? Europe? The final cast? Oh, it's, it's Europe. 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 Okay. I bought that album in Japan for 500 yen. Oh. It was awesome. Yes, yeah, like That's five cool. bucks at a CD? record. CD vinyl. or vinyl? Yeah. Vinyl. That's the so, way to go. I was like, yo, this is the album. And yep. it had like the, the the Japanese writing on it. Uh-huh. So I was like, this is awesome. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. All right. Wicket, Paplu, and Tebow, Tebow are enjoying themselves on a glider camping trip a day's Woo! flight away from the village. When you they know begin I love to me hear, some gliders. That's right. Yeah. When they begin to hear shouting coming from an initially peaceful forest they investigate to find a horde of dulocs hunting an innocent maramu which to our eyes looks like a kangaroo mated with a mountain goat i think that's exactly what happened that's again <laughs> it, and it's called a maramu so yeah. yeah so we know it's already their name's already prepared yeah before the dulocs can kill their prey a lone phantom red ghost that he's they're called ewok appears on a treetop and scares the band of dulocs away not knowing why the dulocs fled wicket and his friends move in to free the maramu Suddenly, they too are surprised by the red Ewok. It approaches them aggressively until until it realizes they are freeing the Maramu. After calling into the forest, a wild Karina appears, and the red Ewok mounts it and rides off. The Ewoks themselves grab their gliders and fly home. Paplu captivates the Woklings with the story of their adventure. When Wicket describes the red Ewok, N- Nisa begins to weep, running away to her hut. Wicket and a walkling follow her, and she tells them the story of her sister, Asha, who was separated from her when a wild Hanadak attacked them in the forest. Her mother died, saving them, but they never recovered her sister, Asha, except for a torn piece of her cloak. That night, Chief Chirpa, Nisa's father, calms her, telling her she must be mistaken about this red Ewok, because they are very rare. Mm-hmm. Unconvinced, Nisa sneaks out, convincing Wicket to join her. I have unconvinced and convinced in the same sentence. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> Writers everywhere are just <laughs> yeah. fainting. You lost some points there. You lost some points, for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, man. Their journey becomes perilous when they are caught in a fierce winter storm. When Wicket falls, he is caught by a fellow Ewok, none other than Chukatrock. You remember him? No, I didn't. Have we seen Chukatrock before? He's from Caravan of Courage. He's the dude with the axe. Oh. Remember Chukatrock? Yeah. Oh, no. It's I the guy. Yes, Chukatrock. Oh, yeah. okay. <clears throat> he tries to bring them back when a screeching frightens their mount, Rockna, and it flees into the forest. Yeah. The screeching is coming from a group of coits, vicious looking little foxes. Chukka believes he scares them away, but the coits run away in fear of the red Ewok standing behind him menacingly. Yeah. Nisa and Asha reunite. After years and years, we find out that this red Ewok happens to be her sister. <gasps> Interesting. That night, Wicket, Nisa, and Chuka spend the night in Asha's camp. Asha tells Nisa the story of how she was separated from Nisa and mother when they were attacked all those years ago. 
Asha doesn't speak well, giving away the fact that she's been alone all since she was separated. Nisa wants her to come home, but Asha dismisses her request because every season she fights against the Dulocs by sabotaging their traps and hunts. The next morning, Wicket and Nisa wake up to find Asha and Chuka are gone. Nearby, they are stalking a Duloc hunting band led by Gornish. This hunting band has caught another Maramu. The Maramu is difficult to control, so the shaman attempts to use magic dust on it, but it backfires on himself and Gornish, causing them both to sneeze uncontrollably. Meanwhile, Asha walks directly through the Duloc camp and frees all the animals while the Dulocs stand there stunned in amazement. Snapping out of their amazement, they capture her. Chukatrak attempts to help her, but falls into a Duloc trap. No matter, because Asha is able to overpower her Duloc captors and free herself. The rest of the Dulocs fumble again and again as they try and fight. Wicked and Nisa ride in on a Karina, scaring the hunting band away, leaving Gornish and the shaman behind. The Karina is what, uh, that's what she mounted at the very yeah. beginning. And, and, yeah, it's, and kind of like it's like a... a it's like a saber-toothed tiger without the teeth. Yeah, it's like a there. striped dog wolf thing. Yeah, it's orange. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Asha commands the Dulocs to leave and never hunt in these woods again. Gornish is obstinate, but is run off by Asha's pack of Karinas. Defeated, the Dulocs fly off a cliff and land in a freezing cold lake. Everyone returns back to the Ewok village. Asha and Chief Chirpa tearfully unite when Nisa brings her home. Watching from outside the hut, Chuka and Wicket begin to well up themselves, though Chuka blames it on a snowflake getting in his eye. Wicket agrees, and they walk off, letting their friends have their family reunion alone. Roll credits. Pretty strong episode to go out on. Yeah, this one was re- this one was good. I, you know, I, I I was watching it and I thought, is this like my new favorite episode? But I had the exa- th- I had the same thought. Yeah, but there was there was an episode I remember. Like maybe fourth or fifth or something like that that we okay. both really liked. I, I can't it? remember. I can't remember which one it was. Ugh. But I was just like, man, this is a good. I, I thought that, good. that was a great it episode. This was like on par with that. This was a really good episode. I thought. I guess now that you've jogged my memory about Chukatrock, I'm pretty sure he dies in that movie. He does. He does. He dies at the end of Caravan of Courage. So is this like, I, <clears throat> is the series before? Oh, I feel like we talked about that, that the series has know. to be after, right? Trying to, I don't know, trying <laughs> to like, because his Rena is also in it. And I feel like there's, it was like a reference to the movie. Yeah. I don't know. We shouldn't get bogged down. We shouldn't because we're just going to, no we're going to, we're going to have like a does not compute in our yeah, brains. No, are gonna it, doesn't, start it doesn't smoking. make a drop of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I had the same, as I'm watching this and like taking notes, I, I was more engaged than I tend to be in some mm-hmm. of these episodes. So, yeah, yeah, I uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good all around. Obviously, I'm thrilled to see the gliders again. Yeah, I knew you would. I knew that you was would. a big that was a big start on this podcast because we had gliders in Return of the Jedi, both of the TV movies in the first couple episodes, <laughs> and we haven't seen a glider since. I know, so, and, and we love them, and the kids love them. Love like them. they're just we love they're, them. Fun. they're crowd pleasers. Yeah, they're absolute crowd. They're bookended. Pleasers. They bookended it with this season. The Nisa Asha plot was intense. Yeah, I honestly thought I was. It went darker than I thought when it was like the mom was killed. And the daughter was just like MIA. I was like, that's kind of a dark thread to put in here, you know? <laughs> yeah. That she died. I mean, why couldn't she be alive? That that's what's I, strange I guess, to me yeah. too. Like the, that's yeah. what they chose. Like, really? That's what you yeah. chose, you know? I mean, it landed. It it made it a little bit more like it was just unusual because we don't usually go for that kind of depth on the show. Yeah. So 
I, I was surprised by that, but uh, I thought it was weird when Chief Sherpa's putting Nisa to bed. She's not wearing like the, the headgear or anything. <laughs> yeah, and she not. looks so weird. She just looked like a little, <laughs> she's just like putting like a little raccoon. Like a in little, bed. yeah, I thought it's a little naked Ewok, and it was so, so creepy. Was like, all like, <laughs> like looking at your grandma without it makeup was, on, you're like, ah, you know? <laughs> it was creepy. It was, so it was very, yeah, it was unsettling in a way I didn't think it would be, but. <laughs> No, I liked the little adventure. I liked the focus on Wicked Nisa. Yeah. Uh, I don't think from like a production standpoint wise, they make such a big deal about how unusual her fur color is, but she's really not that different from other people that we've seen. Like <laughs> yeah. Paplu, for example, like several other of them have that sort of dark, like auburny color. So yeah. I don't know. Not that I wanted her to be like, you know, Ronald McDonald red or something, but like <laughs> yeah. they made such a big deal about it. And her appearance to me didn't stand out at all. Yeah. So. Most of them are like what? Like brown and like tan yeah, and gray and, and black. And yeah. yeah. Browns and tans yeah. and grays. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like hers needed to be just like a different color palette. Totally. You yeah. Know? They should have done it that. It just wasn't. So I would have liked her look to stand out a little more. I didn't. Also, I didn't really like her Tarzan talk that much. I mean, yeah, that I guess was... you have to do it, but we saw little baby Nisa. That was cute. Yeah, we saw baby Nisa. Yeah, a little... And we saw the yeah. mom just briefly. She, she did have some dialogue, right? Yeah, she had some dialogue. Mm-hmm. Everyone has thought, a wild backstory. It's funny. No one has I thought like a... having like the reunite when she reunites with Chief Chirpa in the end, I thought it was a little moving. Yeah, you know, I thought it was the too. Way they're like, "Oh my goodness," you know. Oh my! Do-. And so, she's like, "Father," you know, yeah, like, uh-huh, <laughs> as best as she uh-huh. can. And it's like, "Okay." See, if we would have had Hillary on this episode, <laughs> she might have been able to get through it. Right. Yeah. But we had her on that other <laughs> terrible one. And no, I was pretty happy overall. I, I yeah. think this. I really do. I feel like maybe we've been on kind of a streak of saying like, "Yes, this is representative of what the Ewoks cartoon is." Yeah. This is the first one in a while I would say I think is actually good. It's it well, it's good because yeah. right, it, it again, I feel like I'm I'm repeating myself. It's déjà vu with that one really good episode which I can't remember. <laughs> maybe one of our listeners remembers which one we talked up, but I do remember saying that episode was good and this episode is good because we 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 have new creatures that are introduced. Yeah, there's yeah. a wide variety. Even that that little stone that Wicket steps on at the very beginning is like yeah. it's a little like frog type thing <laughs> or toad, yeah. right? Yeah. There's new creatures. Yeah. There's new characters. You know, in their camp, like the little walklings. So we get yeah. more walklings. There's tie-ins to the movies. Yeah, because we got Chuka Troc. You yeah. know, and it's and the story itself is compelling. Like, yeah. I wanted her to go back, but I was just like, oh man, when she's like, no, I must stay. I was like, oh, she might actually, yeah, she might actually stay. So like she knows her sister's alive, but she's never going to be able to, she's, she's not going to come back and live with them. She's just going to be alone in the forest still. So there's going to be like that. Okay, great. It's, it's that like good story of like, oh, you know, like at least she knows she's alive, but she just can't ever be with her. Right. Right. So yeah. I thought it was compelling. It's good. It's a compelling story. This one was really good. I agree. Uh, so let's stick with the good for a minute then. What is your okay. Ichiwawa moment? I think I think well, my Ichiwawa moment was was Chuka Truck when when we when Wicket got caught out of the air and he's like, Chuka Truck, thanks. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like you know, and, and then he's like and I thought, Oh, he did say like I was about ready for him to be like, Oh yeah, come back to my my own hut, right? Because Chuka Truck in the in the caravan of courage kind of lives on his own in the forest because right. he's yeah, a warrior, you know, he just right. chills that's out. His own. He has his own thing. Yeah. But he was like, come on, we're going back to the village. So it was just like, yeah. all right, he's just gonna, 
You know, he's not going to bring him to his hut. You know, he's just going to bring him back to the village because he knows that's where they should be. But I like how he had his mind of like, no, you're you're little walklings. You shouldn't be doing this. And I thought uh-huh. he has no idea. They do it all the they, time. They, yeah, they make a living. That's <laughs> yeah, what they do. They that's literally saved Endor by walking away. Yeah. Speaking of running into people in the woods, I feel like Asha had this little like family of of little like squirrel dogs and things. Yeah. She didn't made no attempt to invite them back to the village. <laughs> she was just, she was just like, "Hey, thanks for raising your girl for the last ten years." I think it was the I think it was I'm the Karina pups. In a bed. No, don't you think it was the Karina pups? I, mean, I do, but I mean, she had this little network of, and she was just like, "Peace out, I'm yeah. gone." You know, yep. I thought that was funny. <laughs> for me, I mean, of course, my Ichiwama moment is the reintroduction of the gliders. I mean, oh yeah, I've been, I knew I've been be. waiting. Yeah, I've been waiting. <clears throat> I saw him sitting there. And then I was just like, oh, those were gliders. You know, I saw yeah. them there. And then they were like, yep, we're just we're just hanging out one glider trip day away. And I was just like, oh, yes. We yep. got the gl- yeah. I was just like, Nick's so happy right now. <laughs> and my, they do use them. They do. Yeah, yep. they play an integral role. Uh, my Okavark moment, it, this is a first because he actually says Okavark during my Okavark moment. Oh, really? And that's, that's when he turns and looks directly at the camera and he was like, Oh Kavark, I can't let her go alone. Yeah. And then went. I hated the I hated the break of the fourth wall. I just found that annoying. Yeah, so that's my so annoying. What about you? Mine was the <laughs> This is me just picking apart the episode now. Okay, okay. Going it's been all this time <laughs> all this time that they've been separated, yet Asha was only one glider day trip away right. from right and village. had a regular relationship with chuka truck who definitely knows where the rest of the village is yeah, like this you know? never came up like ever yeah. like yeah the chief of the the chief's right. daughter of the, the tribe daughter which i know is also a rare colored ewok <laughs> that never came up like like yeah hey it's chuka truck you know i just happened to see a red ewok yeah. you know yeah. in the forest you know i know but also <laughs> like you said earlier when he sees wicked he's like you walkling shouldn't be out here he never had that thought with asha apparently <laughs> you know he was just like yeah go live with those creatures yeah yeah <laughs> i'm gonna head into the village let me know if you need any groceries i'm gonna totally crazy. forget that i saw you <laughs> crazy just, yeah that that for me was like Mm. I mean, like maybe yeah, if they but, had said like she was migrating through the area or something, yeah, so she just true. happened to be there at that moment. That's true. You know? Honestly, though, I mean, I think that's a that's that's a complaint that I can look, overlook. You yeah. know what I mean? That's not like that ruined the episode. It's just sort of like logically, you have to kind of wonder <laughs> yeah. why these conversations were taking place. But I would I would put this high up there with some of my favorites. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you think you would uh, rate this one for first season Ewoks mm-hmm. on that scale? I would maybe give it the full five because really? I think, yeah, because like you said, you have adventure, you have a plot that makes sense. You have a good use of characters. You have connections to the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it just kind of checks all the boxes of the things that I want the series to be. Yeah. So I think using the scale of the episodes we've seen, I would put this right up at the top. What okay. Uh, my, mine's like 4.5 or I yeah. don't know. I would say like 4.5, 4.75, whatever I said that other episode that I really yeah. liked, probably 4.5. <laughs> we got to get to the bottom. Cause of I re yeah. cause I reserve five for like, if I was, you know, I ended the episode and I was just like, man, that was really good. You know, if, you if know? a fully CGI Luke Skywalker appeared at the end yeah, of the episode, does, yeah. it's, it's safe. Then, maybe, <laughs> maybe then you're so basic. <laughs> <laughs> Am I that predictable? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, like, it, so, yeah, I mean, 4.5, yeah, it's okay. It's 0. 0.5 short of 5, but, like, for me, that's pretty good. I, I feel yeah. like that's the most 
some of the most I've I've given, if not equally as yeah. high. Whatever that one was, I, I should have kept track of all of them. I feel like I should have been writing that down, and I haven't. I'm a bad podcaster. I guess so. It's just been such a ride. I mean, if we could kind of reflect yeah. on the season for a minute here, it's like you have those Morag episodes, which are mm-hmm. fine on their own, but just don't fit with the rest of the series, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I think probably the... I don't know the Jindas, the Jindas and the Guppins, like the Guppins I was okay with, but the Jindas in particular, I hated those. Yeah. I think they should have, you know, kind of looking at the whole, at the whole season, they, now now that we've seen it all and we've seen it all mixed up, I think it just would have been better if they started with Morag. Yeah. And then, you know, those four episodes, then did the Jindas or, 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 or did sporadically the, right. The, the, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Wicket the, um, what are his episodes called? I can't remember. Like Wicket the the hero or something like that. Um, in the the compilation. Yeah, the compilation. If, yeah. if they just kind of sporadically put those in, yeah. you know, like maybe two of those episodes, because they don't really have anything to do with each other. They're just they just focus on Wicket, right? Yeah. And then, well, that's that's why I think you know it, your point about the compilations is exactly right. It's like when you look at the Haunted Village compilation, <clears> it's <throat> just the Morag stuff that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, when you look at Tales from Endor Woods, it's it's Wicket's wagon, it's traveling Jindas, it's to save Deej, yeah. it's Asha, and it's a little bit more like thematically those make sense together. And yeah. so, yeah, if if we had like little arcs within the series of like all these kind of episodes, all these kind of episodes, but it's like. They're just sort of reinventing what the series is every time. Yeah. It, looking it, looking back on yeah. the season, and I feel like, you know, this this changes, and maybe I was not as kind to these episodes when we were talking about them. <laughs> but I feel like To Save Deej is right up there. I feel like yeah. The Tree of Light, where they're all, like, going to restore The Tree of Light, mm-hmm. uh, was, was cool. <laughs> like, that's an interesting one. But sometimes it is all about the order that you see them in because we have a lot of repetition. Yeah, it really is. So to save Deej, Tree of Light, even Wicket's Wagon, which is a little goofy with the ghost coming back. Right. Um, I thought that, yeah, Asha, we both thought that one was pretty good. Like I would put those on my top and I would mm-hmm. put the Jindas right on the very bottom and the flogs, like the 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 rampage of the flogs. Mm, I didn't like yeah. that one either with the diapers. <laughs> Because those are characters that don't have dialogue. They're kind of just yeah, going, just and it's like, but all right. But then, then when you kind of come back in and and the one that Hillary was on with us where you have the flog who falls in love with Wicket, then it's kind of like, okay, you're developing that a little bit, like right. what the flogs mean to the society. But it's just like, you know, there's there's just not really a guiding light here. It's just like every episode is yeah. just throwing it on the wall and seeing what sticks. Yep, I'm, right. uh, I, I know you've got a little bit of experience with the all-new Ewoks, uh, season two, but I don't really think that I've seen any of it. Oh, I, well, I, I have memories are of these stop. compilations. So yeah, I, I forgot to stop this episode this time, and it rolled right into season two, oh, episode yeah. one, and I was just like, yeah. I was just like, what? I, I forgot about the song, and I was just like, oh, dude, you just dude, you just you wait, man. I'm it excited. is. Yeah, I shouldn't knock it yet. I should yeah, knock it wait, when we wait. actually do it because you're let's gonna, wait. you're gonna, you're. I know you're gonna agree. I don't think you're gonna. I, I see what they were trying to do, but I think they they tried too hard and ruined okay. their theme song. Well, time so. will tell. Time will tell. This is uh, true. In the meantime, before we move on, we'd love to hear from you. If if, uh, if you out there have some favorite episodes from season one, what you like the best, what you like the least, 
let us know. Uh, you can always find us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And we'd love to hear uh, what you think about yeah. this season one. Tell us. Before we dive into season two, though, we're going to take a little uh, meandering into the world of the Star Wars comic books. We're mm-hmm. going to be reading Star Wars Ewoks Shadows of Endor by Zach Gialongo. So this is set right before Return of the Jedi, but incorporates a lot of things from the Ewok movies and the series yes. in particular. So I'm looking forward to see how they kind of blend these two very different takes on the Ewoks. So read along with us mm-hmm. and we'll be talking about that in the next episode. And then of course, we'll be moving on to season two with episode one, a, the crystal cloak, the crystal cloak. I'm, I'm excited to it. Yeah. I'm excited about everything we have coming up. <laughs> All right, my friends, let's get to reading and I'll see you next time. Yeah. I'll see you next time. Thank you everyone. This Enduring Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. 